the McRib is back. It, it never leaves. It never leaves Germany. Do you know that? No, I didn't know that. It's always available. Jesus in Christ! Who wants a McRib year round, though? Like. He was like, wait, wasn't he the guy that asked me about my beard? Yeah. And you were like, you're like, you don't need to go that into it. He's going to roll up there fanboying. I would recommend looking it up. Is this the start of you trying to indoctrinate us into a cult, Andrew? Because, I mean, I don't. That's definitely yeah, what it I sounds wish. like. Well, let's all join the hail bop. I think you've already missed the Heaven's Gate. They will knock it out fast. I was in my car driving home before I had time to, like, process what the fuck was going on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, there's the pus. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Gimme the Loot podcast, the Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast with more Freudian goo monsters than you can shake a cigar at. My name's Turner. I'll be your dungeon master and voice of pre-show announcements, except when I'm at therapy, desperately trying to have the image of fate throwing rope at a beholder scrubbed out of my brain. Episode 13. Last arc, there's a particular episode where the guy spent a lot of time scouring the waypoint for clues. That episode was largely improv because I grossly miscalculated what would happen when I gave the guys an arbitrary deadline to encourage them to take a short rest. Episode 13 is what happens when you ask those same players, hey, is there anything you want to do before you leave the city? And while completely unplanned, just like the Waypoint scavenger hunt, this ended up being one of my favorite episodes of the arc. So if you're a new listener, head back up the feed, check out those earlier episodes. If you're a returning listener, I hope you enjoyed as much as I did. New or old, we would love to hear from you. Feel free to reach out to us on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, but mostly Twitter, at GMDLCast. If you've got a moment, head over to whichever podcast platform provides you with your entertainment and click some stars. Hit subscribe or follow or whatever they've changed that button to. Maybe even leave us a review. Your feedback not only helps make us more visible to new listeners, but frankly, your praise is the only male enhancement supplement we'll need in the alchemy shops of our hearts. No major announcements this episode, gang. Please check out Harland and Jamie on the other podcasts that they participate in. Links in the show notes below. We do have our Patreon up and running. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash GMDLcast to see how you can support the show and all the cool stuff you get for doing so. If you aren't able to financially contribute, we certainly understand, but you still can support the show. Spread the word. Tell some friends, neighbors, strangers, co-workers, as long as you're masked and socially distant. Word of mouth is an incredibly valuable tool for a new podcast to, to grow, and we appreciate everything you do to support the Party of Five. Okay, that's it for this time. As always, remember, Gimme the Loot is not a family-friendly show. Due to a mix of profanity, fantasy violence and gore, and crude humor, any specific content warnings will be listed in the show notes below. Thanks again, and enjoy the show. All right, guys, we're back once again with the same cast of characters. 
Okay. You guys, you, you guys remember the yeah, owner, right? I don't know, know what but it, 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 it just didn't seem like a. Yeah, it didn't seem like. No, a, no, no, I mean, yeah, like, like, yeah. There's the whole, there's the whole, there's the whole bullshit that I do at the beginning of it that I got to edit into. So, like this first part before you guys start talking, generally get is going to get edited out, and it's just going to throw to you guys. Okay, that you just kind of that was a bad lead off on you, sir. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna edit that shit out. That's the beauty of fucking post production. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have to be good at the top of the fucking cast, asshole. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. It's Harlem playing Todd the Tiefling, your favorite bounty hunter's favorite bounty hunter. Wait, what? Your favorite bounty hunter's favorite bounty hunter. That's me. We'll give him a hard time. It seems like he actually put in some effort. I, yeah. <laughs> right, this is uh, this is Andrew playing Moyle Mossberg, the Dragonborn cleric. This is Jamie playing Eldrin Thaneros, the wood elf that will curve shots to make the bad guys drop. This is Jazz playing Fate, the mage with the most. And Anthony playing Baba the Barbarian, whose story gets sadder and sadder the more we talk. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which makes the whole his family wasn't dead, everything's cool intro even more. Every time. Uh, That's what he gets for being the well-adjusted member of the cast. (laughs) Todd's idiot ass just keeps winning. (laughs) So where we left off, guys, you had met Ognum the Sage, gone through a mystical encounter to determine the nature of the pentahedron shards in your body and some of the possible effects with that. You got a little bit of information back from Ognum encountered a strange creature that was an amalgamation of of the five of you squashed together from another reality. It subjected you to some I-beams that flashed you back through some mental shit. And then you cut a deal with Ognum to go out into the the field Moku's fields of madness to climb up a beanstalk and deposit a box at the gate of a cloud giant castle as a way of paying for his services going forward. And that's kind of where we're going to pick up. So you guys, after the, the end of that conversation, you went back to Todd's place, posted up for the evening, got a good night's sleep. Next morning, great breakfast, not a continental breakfast, but again, there is the omelet station. It's a little bit of a nicer place. It's not, it's not a breakfast buffet place, Todd. You guys grab your meal and head back over to Ognum's cottage and workshop before you guys engage with Ognum. This is the largest city that you've been in since the waypoint. Is there anything that anybody needs to do as far as kind of downtime activity, like hypothetically buying a ranged weapon that you guys would want to take care of before we, we started going down the path in the next path? Uh, Fate suddenly remembers that there was this weird ring that Todd almost burned his arm off trying to acquire that he was supposed to identify for him a long time ago. Did, did we ever get that taken care of, Todd? I don't believe I, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think so. The answer is no. I've got weapon pockets. <laughs> I got a weapon pocket. <laughs> so ring, you're trying to identify a, a ring. Correct. There, there's also these uh, these knitting needles I have that I still don't know what they do. Uh, you know, wow. just saying. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Well, then Fate would like to cast Identify on both of these items. Since this is such a big city, uh, would um, potions and stuff be cheaper? You guys could certainly go to an alchemist shop in the Mage's Quarter and see what you can see. See, see, see. There's a pretty standard market rate for, for healing potions. But, again, there's always... I mean, alchemists, alchemists are going to alchemy, so you never know. 
Also, you have a cleric who can cast heal. So healing what? potions aren't... Don't, don't we have this alchemy <laughs> jug, too, that maybe there's healing potion coming out of that thing? No, we haven't tried it. <laughs> That's everything. That's a, It could be a vat of poison. Yeah, but don't you want to find out? <laughs> I, I found out many things already. Just <laughs> You don't want to drink from the green one? No, no. no, no. Approximate knowledge of many things. That, that is a... Uh, that is definitely a faith thing. Ooh, he he, he licks things he doesn't know. Actually, whoa, 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 <laughs> sir. I need you to calm down. Right in the, it. Landed there. <laughs> but um, while we're here, there's got with with the collection of people such as what we find here. There's got to be a couple of you know wise sages and mages that have maybe a few spells lying around that I might be able to you know buy off of them to you mm-hmm. know bolster my uh, my arsenal and my and within my uh, my spell book here i'd like to increase my arsenal too i'd i'd i kind of dig those hammers my that moyle has i kind of wish i had a throwing knife that just did that just kept coming back to me oh you just want to get a magic throwing knife that you just think is going to exist just because you want it well, they got magic hammers. Why can't I have a magic knife? The one-of-a-kind magic hammers that he got from that dwarf? Mm. Exactly. I don't want a same kind of hammer. It's one-of-a-kind. Why would I want another one of those? I just want magical knives. Uh, so those are knitting sentinel knitting needles. They effectively will do a dagger's damage. They're considered a plus-one weapon for the purposes of overcoming resistances to physical damage. It's a, it's a 1d4 regular dagger damage but while holding the needles you have advantage on initiative rolls and perception checks based on wisdom okay so do i have to equip like does it just mean if i'm holding them in my bag or like yeah if you've got them tucked into your belt basically so you need to have them tucked into your belt not in a bag to get the advantage on initiative rolls and you would actually need to pull them out and hold them and act like you're knitting something to get the wisdom perception, perception so bonus. Eldrin could help us if we're called. He could knit a sweater real quick. That's true. <laughs> Can, uh, does that like a once uh, once per rest uh, bonus on the initiative? Uh, yeah, that is correct. What about this ring of many question marks? That would be a ring of jumping. Of jumping. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Took me a second to figure out what the hell he was talking about. Ring of many question marks. <laughs> While wearing this ring, you can cast the jump spell from it as a bonus action at will, only targeting yourself one time per long rest. And what did the knitting needles do? They knit, bro. I missed the part of it. Sorry. It, it was uh, advantage on initiative rolls and with some perception rolls if I am holding them. Okay. But I have to hold them and pretend like I'm knitting something for the... What is a They can both knit and crochet. Incredible. That's pretty special. Are you asking what the jump spell is, Harlan? Yes. I'm looking it up right now. Wait, do I hear... Does, does Harlan have a player's handbook? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah, we all know better than that. I love the enthusiasm, though. It triples your jump distance until the spell ends. It lasts for one minute. If only oh. you had had that <laughs> last, had it, last time. But no one wanted to cast uh, <laughs> the spell to figure it out. This spell of mini oh. or finding out dumb stuff. <laughs> I'm talking about the wall. I've had this jump of, I've had this ring of question, mini question marks uh, for quite a while. I mean, we still wouldn't have been able to jump. We wouldn't have been able to jump the wall. 
in one yeah, shot. Chill out. That seems crazy. Have you not seen my vertical? athleticism? What is your vertical <laughs> jump now? Is it 20 feet? Yeah. What? You can jump 20 feet and go for it. You want to know how far you can jump there, champ. Your jump distance... Let's go to the long jump. Your uh, is your movement move ten plus feet to get a running start, and you can jump a number of feet up to your strength score. So, when making a standing long jump, you can only leap half that distance. So, what's your strength? It is garbage. Um, where is it? <laughs> it's like a one. What? Where is it? Yeah. One. No, your actual no, strength the score. One. The one in the yeah. circle. Twelve. You so you 12. can jump. Your your long jump distance is twelve feet, which is still fucking impressive. Right. And if you get a running start. So it's 36. It's 36 now. And so, yeah, when he would activate it, he would be able to jump 36 feet. And then your high jump is three plus your strength modifier. So four feet is your vertical or triple that. Oh, so, if you, so not 80 feet. So not even, not even halfway with a running start. <laughs> what if I did like you know how you run up a wall you take one, one step jump two step jump if I get three steps on there would that have been the distance I needed so 10 feet is your running start to get either a a 12 feet long jump or a four feet vertical half that from standing still so you can only jump two feet standing still yes <laughs> okay that's, still, that's a very weak vertical jump I think that's better than me though I was just listening to finishing up episode two, and uh, fate couldn't climb out of that out of that pit. We should have. We definitely should have seen that Yeah, you guys probably should have seen that. I don't know why y'all decided that was a good idea. Clearly, I think what's depressing is this is fantasy land, so you expect the numbers to be crazy. But there's people in real life that have better numbers than this. Todd's focus is his dexterity, not his not his strength. You know what I mean? Sure. And his, his 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 movement has been magically enhanced, so he's even yeah, faster. But Todd would still get crossed over by Allen Iverson. He might be talking about his dexterity, but and he's not even dunking. He's only five eight, and if you put his hands up, he, what is he? What maybe six six and change? Maybe maybe. Hold on, a five eight dude that can touch the rim is impressive. Okay, uh, Spud Webb was five what? four and good job. I got a two foot. I got a two foot vertical. I'm not getting anywhere. What happened? What, I thought it was a four foot vertical. With a running start, it's a four foot vertical. Thank yeah. you. Okay, well then I'm I'm banging it. I'm throwing it down. I'm flushing it. As fascinating as this has been, did you guys want to go talk to an alchemist or are you going back to Ognum? I I do want to get a uh, a long distance weapon someplace. I I do want to see a weapon shop or. He's going to cave. I kind of have to because if not, I'm I'm looking at at fights like, hey, that guy's pretty high up there. Somebody needs to bring him down. Somebody needs to bring him down. I win the bed. Well, now if you activate your jump ring, there you, go. you could jump twelve feet high. Now, well, um, okay, never mind. Now, well, now we we going now we're talking about something, or or thirty six feet across a thirty six foot long jump is no fucking joke. That's um, actually insane. Yeah, but okay, so. Off me, not me. No, no, no go don't, don't fall for the trap, <laughs> man. Don't do it. Let me talk about it. Wait a minute. Right, now I can How jump. How many times can you use that ring in a fight? Once? 
Yeah, so you it know. lasts for a minute, mm. but a minute is like fifty hours in this real hours. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's like one combat. Like you can use it for one combat a day. Baba, did you you were saying something else, man? Oh, I was just saying I win the bet. That's all I was saying. <laughs> yeah, he did win. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I gotta, I gotta go get a crossbow. I gotta get something right. <laughs> folded like a. Listen, I effectively do not fight anybody when they're in the air. I just look at them like, "Up, oh, you got me. You won this one. You won this round." <laughs> My only weakness, distance. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. You're right outside my vertical range. <laughs> I'm just jumping up, swiping at feet. <laughs> so, all right. So, Ogdom's, we established Ogdom's warehouse was kind of in a crook against the outside of the city wall in between the Marshall and, and Arcane districts. So, you guys would be able to head through the uh, Marshall district and, and hit a blacksmith or a bowyer and then swing through an alchemist on your way to, to see Ogdom. What are you looking for, Todd? Are you looking for like a like a crossbow, or you look? What are you looking for specifically? Looking yeah. for a good time because it's a different a different kind of shot. What do you mean it's a different type of shot? Like bolts versus arrows. Like a blacksmith. Like if you want, hey man, I want to go get some javelins. You're probably going to go see a blacksmith. If you're like, hey, I want a regular bow, you would go see a regular a regular bowyer. If you want to go see a crossbow, you would go see you know uh, a a, sh- a shop that is probably more oriented towards that. If you wanted to pick up some kind of experimental firearm, then that's a different that's a different shop altogether as well. Then you're looking for a an artificer. Oh, let's go experimental firearm. Of course, why wouldn't you? Let's <laughs> go experimental firearm. I'll even take one that may backfire. I was going to say, it's going to explode in your face. You're going to have a cannon and uh, a hand cannon that's going to explode in your face. Yeah. You Waiting see, for I'm it to happen now. That up. I, I, I would, so, experimental firearms is kind of my thing. Uh, <laughs> is that your signature? It's kind of my thing. Now that fate is aware of uh, Todd's searchings in this area, he's wanting no part of that. He's just going to go find somebody who's selling spells. He just wants to, he knows exactly what he wants. He wants to find mirror image and uh, Melf's acid arrow if somebody's got it. Yeah, so uh, we can we can hit all of these things kind of in a row because again, that would be in the Arcane District right, on the right. way to uh, on the way to Ogdoms as well. So, and, if, and honestly, if you're looking for an experimental firearm, you're going to be looking for an artificer. You're not necessarily going to go to the the, the military, not the military district, but the Marshall District. They're not selling guns. You would need to actually go and try and find an artificer. So let's do this then. Let's see, because again, you guys are new to the city. You've kind of got the stink of noob adventurers on you. Again, Taliesin is that weird combination of of Oz and Astro City and where you've got these big crystal buildings rising up on one street. As you guys move into the Arcane District, it'll be a block of of workshops and then two or three different mage towers kind of dotting the block that don't, you know, some of them appear to have a, a front door. Some of them don't appear to have entrances. You see guys teleporting into perches up on the top of the towers and then walking in. A flying carpet zooms by every once in a while. Guys go charging by on spectral uh, glowing steeds and, and you guys are kind of just hoofing it down the down the streets. You know, you get the occasional side eye every now and again from from some of the established residents. Give me a... I'm going to say survival check just because this is kind of like a streetwise. If, if, if you don't want to use survival... Tell me what other skill you would be using to pick up who where who to who to go to in the city or who to who to find that will actually talk to you. Perception. You know, you want to do perception. We can do perception. 
Uh, what about Ear to the Ground? Fourteen. Oh, no, you got a nineteen. Oh, 19 sorry, I forgot to add the modifier. What are you? And, and what are you trying to find, particularly, Miles? No, uh, uh, potions or uh, healing potions and. Boy, you got me for your friend, buddy. You don't need anybody else. You hear from from the back. Shh, don't not in front of the others. Oh, I'm sorry. You're trying to find a uh, an a an alchemist shop. Baggy is just straight up Operation Mockingbird. Okay, that's all right. You guys don't have to know it. I, I don't. I don't get that reference. I'm looking at the um, Baggy doesn't spend as much time on the dark web as you do, boy. <laughs> Baggy, I'm just trying to stay informed. Um. <laughs> no, I respect it. I do. <laughs> so yeah, you, you, uh, you guys meander through. Someone, someone should be like, "Who are you talking to?" I don't think anybody should. I think they're pretty nope. much just like, "Okay, nope. yep, yep, this is just, this is just fucking this is par for course." Oh, I, I need to get uh, cigars, and um, can I get another one with mushroom guys? If you want to travel back to the Feywild, you no, can try and. No, yeah, we yeah, don't have enough time for that. You you can pick up some cigars from a bodega on the corner. That's not a problem. And as you're chatting that guy up, as you're buying those cigars, he tells you, "Oh yeah, man, go uh, go three streets over. You uh, there's an alchemy shop there that'll sell to anybody. I mean, you know, you guys don't even have you guys don't have your citizens cards yet, do you? Uh, nope. Uh, nope. 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 Yes. Oh yeah. So. A lot of the shops here won't really deal with you until you guys register with one of the guilds and get established as a resident of Taliesin. Uh, you know, otherwise they'll see you as kind of a supplicant or somebody who's looking or a fucking tourist, which aren't really super looked upon. But, uh, you know, once you guys kind of get settled in then the stores will start talking, people start paying a little bit more attention to you. But the guy up the street's pretty chill. Uh, he'll 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 talk to anybody. So you guys go uh, a few th- streets over and it's a little bit off the street, not not quite a back alley, but it's not not the best location. And it's got a, a sign hanging out front that says Mixters Elixters. Well, let's go in. You guys pop through and as you walk in, it's a, a long, narrow shop. It's about 140 feet from the front door to a, a counter at the very back. Along that stretch on each side are shelves and shelves and shelves of shelves of different powders and potions and, you know, eyeballs floating in jars. There appears to be like a like a cockatrice in a cage. And then sitting behind the counter all the way down is a kind of a stout dwarf wearing a stocking cap with a uh, with a braided beard kind of flipping through a magazine. Uh, uh, excuse me. Good, sir. Um, uh, quick Quick question. We're, uh, I'm uh, looking for some potions and... Uh, well, then you came to the right place, lad. What kind of potion are you looking for? Well, um, between me and you, um, do you have any uh, rhino pills? Uh, you're going to need to speak up a little bit, son. I can't hear a word you're saying. Do you have any... Do you have any um, Again, still can't hear. I mean, you're going to need to speak up. I'm sorry, do what? Do you have any rhino pills? Like pills made out of rhinoceros? Mm, not exactly, but maybe, uh, you know, um, something for uh, male vitality. You're looking for a dick potion. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey. Is that, is that what I'm hearing, I, son? I look, I look around uh, nervously. Hey, keep it down. Keep it down, little man. This isn't a doctor. This is an alchemist shop. If you're looking for a dick potion, you just need to tell me you're looking for a dick potion. I got dick potions. I'll give you one. You have something that I'll... Do you have a? Do you have something for girth? More you over there trying to get We've all seen it, man. We know what you're looking for. 
Plus one D four girth. I just I just need to know what what exactly are you looking for in the dick potion? Is it that you need the dick to be harder and longer? Or what what do you think you're needing? Maybe a little of everything. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a, a smorgasbord potion? <laughs> yes, bless. I can set you up with a regular subscription. Now, what we do here is you sign a contract, and then every 30 days, an assortment of uh, pills, potions, and unguents will be sent to your location. And uh, over time, you uh, you should see all the results that you're looking for. Well, um, I... I I don't need a every 30 day supply, but, uh, uh, that does it. I mean, son, that's not what I'm hearing from your friends. <laughs> it sounds like you need uh, the full Monty, no pun intended. Well, so you're telling me that I have to take this every day in order to see results. I'm looking for something a little, a little more instant. You drink the potion daily. The pill you take weekly, the suppository is once a month Ooh. and the salve is as needed. It's a whole system. Uh, as needed. But I need it now. Well, then you'd put the salve on right now. Oh. Whoa, what I don't want to watch is the Dragon Man <laughs> rub the salve on right now. <laughs> uh, uh, what, what do you have that's fast acting? I had nothing, son. Oh, well, I, I offered you what I have. This is the point. This is the, and, and how do I opt out of this? Contract? You understand? There's not like a wide variety of dick magic in the mm-hmm. realms. There's a very narrow school of dickery, and <laughs> the potions that I have are that is it's a patented system that I think you'll really find that you'll enjoy. But you've got to you got to make the commitment to following the treatment. If you don't follow the treatment, if I were to sell you a dick system that just was a one-off and then you took it and then you left me a bad review on milk that would affect my other business so i need to make sure that if you're buying the stuff and you're going to go represent my 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 shop in the future that you've made the commitment to follow in the treatment i don't know this sounds like a lot of cockamamie <laughs> emphasis on the cock that, that's the point you follow the system very few wizards specializing in dickery <laughs> it's, a, it's a very narrow field surprisingly well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll, maybe I'll go talk to Humpty Dumpty about this. Maybe about this dickery, okay. this hickory dickory cock. Uh, hickory dickory cock is a different bar up the street. I mean, again, if you want to go there, that's fine. They'll give you a great, they have a great cocktail, but they're, they're not, they're not selling you potions. Are they friendly? They're great. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll just stick with, uh, some, uh, healing potions at, do you have anything that would um, amplify speed or jumping ability? Um, like some, like some coke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that sounds like. Fun. I mean, I can, I can give you some methamphetamines, uh, lad, but uh, I don't, I don't know that that's that's really what you're looking for. If, if are you looking for like a like a, a jump spell potion? Nah, let's just stick with the healing potions. Forget it. Okay, that'll do it. So, are you looking for just a basic healing potion or a potion of greater healing? What are what are you looking for? Oh, greater healing. How much is that? Uh, those are going to run you 75 gold a pop. And regular healing? healing? Be 50 gold a pop. And uh, how much? How many hit points back do you get? Well, hold on. Let me consult the Dungeon Master's Guide real quick on that. Can <laughs> <laughs> we be worried that our priest is always buying healing potions? He, he, but I need a Healing spells. <laughs> should we, should, aren't I supposed to have everything? Should you buy like a spell, spell regeneration potion? And then you can just... That's like going to a surgeon and being like, hey, do you have gauze? And he's like, nah, I only have knives. Huh? 
<laughs> I gotta have everything. I'm like the EMT. You know? you know, to be fair, if he dies, then he can't heal anyone else. But it seems to me like a spell slot potion would be. <laughs> yeah. Wait, can we steal his healing potions? Absolutely. If he's on, the, if he's, if he's dead, for sure. All right. Then you buy your potions. Says <laughs> <laughs> a guy who's on the brink of death every round, every play. Because I, I didn't even realize we had a healer in the group. Because I have never been healed. I'm just a reluctant healer. <laughs> I've never been healed. You're reluctant to use he any of your spells to save our lives. <laughs> yeah. I think he also <laughs> didn't want to feather fall me, so you know that. Yeah, we literally debated it. <laughs> while He's the most wild reluctant falling. cleric I've ever met, yeah. for sure. I, th- I saved him when that bed almost fell on him. When he was getting eaten by that bed. To be fair, he was not very reluctant to cast charm on the uh, on the other shopkeeper. <laughs> that's true, <laughs> and that's why I'm looking at this thirty day supply, and I'm a, I need something a little quicker. Oh no! Oh no! I don't know what kind of encounter you think you're having later, but. <laughs> <laughs> I need the guns. So regular healing is going to be 2d4 plus 2. Greater healing is 4d4 plus 4. Uh, let's, get a, let's get one greater. All right. So that'd be 75 gold. How much gold do you have? 200. I mean, we all got paid, man. Yeah, I, I used, I, I got what greater healing at that last place. So I'm a little. Without a coupon. Yeah, without yeah. a coupon. So I'm, I'm sitting at 80 gold right now. Someone didn't teach you how to be frugal, did they? No. Lad, if you're. If you're looking for a bargain, I've been trying something new. And I do have these healing potions that should work like a greater healing potion that I'll sell you for, well, I'll tell you what, I'll give you four of them for the 75 gold. Hey. The catch is I don't necessarily know that they'll work with 100% efficiency 100% of the time. They're a little bit experimental. See, normally when you make a healing potion, There are certain ingredients that you pull from the natural world and you brew them together for a certain amount of time. But some of that shit's kind of hard to come by. So what I have done is I have tried to find ways to manufacture artificial replacements for the natural items that go in there. So it's kind of like a, like, for example, a synthetic phoenix feather. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You can't just set a fucking chicken on fire to get that. You got to actually come up with a real way to simulate the arcano magic chemical breakdown of the, uh, the the individual components that go into the solution. So I feel like I've come up with that, but um, I need some more field testing with these things. And, um, you know, look, so here's the deal. You buy them, I give you four of them for 75 gold. You take them, you use them, you come back and hopefully you come back and tell me, tell me how they worked. Uh, seems right up your alley, Moyle. Experimental drugs. Have you tried? Have you tried them? Uh, well, well, no. I mean, yeah, I don't. I don't experiment on myself. Shame. I'll, th- I'll throw in an eight ball for free. Okay. This guy ate my mushroom in the middle of the fay, and he won't try these fucking potions. Like, All right. go for it, man. I'll, uh, I'll do it. Wait, make it a make it sixty. And still throwing the eight ball. Uh, no. <laughs> I, but why? <laughs> because you, you didn't roll a persuasion check yet. Uh, okay, let me, let me do that. Uh, with that 17, I do feel compelled to maybe give you a deal. All right, so here's, I'll tell you what. Uh, 50 gold, just a 16th, and uh, the four portions. No way. Eight ball or nothing. All right, well then 75 gold and the eight ball. What? <laughs> 60 and the eight ball. Uh, I offered you a better deal with slightly less drugs. 
Uh, and you're, you're stonewalling me. Uh, <laughs> Fine. I got, well, you know what? I tell you what, I, I respect your gumption, lad. Sure. Here you go. All right, fifty in an eight ball. I wouldn't. I would. I wouldn't use any of that at night. By the way, are you sure you're not getting experimental eight drugs while you're over there too? I would. I wouldn't use those at night. Just for the record, <laughs> there's a slight chance of lycanthropy if you snort any of that shit after hours. If you know what I mean. Wait, what? Whoa! Is it made from like werewolf cocaine? Like what? Look, if you if you if you cut your blow with werewolf dandruff, oh. it goes a lot <laughs> further. That's all that I'm saying. You just don't snort that shit after in. Full moon, nighttime, it's better safe than sorry. Okay. Uh, thank you, young dwarf. Is there, oh, yeah. I appreciate the compliment. Uh, is, there, is there anything else I can help the rest of you lads with? Everything okay south of the border for the rest of you? Yeah, 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 yeah. we're good. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with my yang. Um, <laughs> uh, is, do you know where I can f- maybe find some weaponry, some guns? Oh, you, you, you're looking for shit that explodes, are you? Well, can I can I throw it? I don't just want dynamite. I need I need something I it shoots projectiles. Uh yeah, there's there's uh, uh I tell you what, he grabs a little like letter of introduction and he pins it on a little scroll and kind of rolls it up. Since you guys are doing me the favor of testing my experimental potions, go on over and talk to Zach across the street in the artificer shop. He might be able to hook you up with a little something. What did, what's your name again? We never got it. Can I not get his Why name? Why would you do this? No, I'm sorry. I, it's it's Buster McCracken. <laughs> Buster McCracken. <laughs> Are you related to Phil McCracken? Whoa. Yeah. Well, no. That uh, <laughs> that son of a bitch has been you know making money off my name in this district for ages. If you see that Phil motherfucker, you tell him I've got his number. <laughs> uh, we'll do. Hey, thanks again, McCracken. <sighs> Anytime. Remember, if if you're not drinking my potions. You're you're not McCrackalackin. Maybe I'll with a better phrase next time. <laughs> I, well, you know, I make potions. I don't fucking make slogans. You do that shit. <laughs> All right. So we go across the street to the artificer. Yeah, you can find a. a, a it, there's not a sign hanging out in front of this. It kind of reminds you a little bit of Ognum's. There's like a roll-up door next to kind of a metal-plated door, and you can hear some fizzing and hissing kind of coming from the inside. You have to go up and knock, and eventually a little door slides open kind of at waist height, and you can hear it from the other side of Gnome go, Knock, what? What? Who the hell are y'all? What do you want? Um, my name's Todd, and uh, Buster McCracken told me you got the goods. <laughs> I'm sorry, Who? Buster McCracken? <laughs> one one more time. Uh the the guy from next door? <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Buster McCracken. I was just busting your balls. Dan. You guys have got the stink of new adventurers about you. We like to give you guys a hard time. What can I do for you guys? Um I'm looking for uh weapons, uh guns, something that shoots a projector. Look, man, you know, this is this stuff is all kind of I, like I'm an artificer. I'm an artillerist. Uh, I use the like the different mechanisms to channel my magical forces. I've been working on something that is more, more usable for mundane people, but it is still really, really experimental. I mean, if you want to give it a, sh- a shot, no pun intended, I will definitely work something out with you. But I just want you to understand the uh, the risks kind of going into this. Well, Todd's more the uh, rubber band gun lane. The risk is is the thing could blow up. What are the odds of it blowing up? Oh, I don't know. One in 28. What the fuck? I mean, like it's experimental. 
Do you, uh, you, you either got the balls to try it out or you don't. Todd's got no balls. You tell me the fucking odds. What are you fucking Troy? For experimental, I'm expecting it to come in at free. Whoa. Come on, Todd. It's experimental. You, 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 you just, I'm not supposed to pay. I'm supposed to pay to be a test dummy. No, you're supposed to. You're supposed to pay to cover the cost of materials and my labor to get a really badass fucking item. Oh. Is what you what I'm. Uh, I'm not hearing that it's badass. I'm hearing that I can possibly damage myself. I'm not giving getting any odds on it. Well, it's high risk, high reward. What do you what do you, what do you want me to heard, tell you? I haven't heard what the reward is. Dice. Okay, you know, look, I, buddy, I don't have a ton of time here. I got <laughs> shit that I'm doing. Do you are, are you interested or you're not interested? Uh if the price is right, I'm interested. Yeah, Bob Barker. <laughs> Give him the right price. <laughs> Is right. So, is your price the right price free, and that's it? Is, is that what we're talking about, Todd? Well, I haven't heard a price. I can't say I'm buying it yet if there's no price that's been even negotiated. Yeah, well, you're kind of stymied. But you that, started Todd. with free. Yeah. Like that of was course. yours. <laughs> Am I going to start at a thousand? When will you start? I mean, something that would be reasonable. I would like that's to learn what the price is. Put some work into listen, it. Listen, you're listen, just trying listen. to steal his. Todd his has goods. developed a book called The Art of the Deal. Oh God, right. He understands how people work and people function. <laughs> and he is and, God. and Todd is trying to get the best deal he possibly can. I've heard of that book. It's pretty terrible. I will let go with one of my craft handmade pistols for 250 gold. Craft? If, okay, okay. That, that's non-experimental. That's the if you would oh no, it's it's all again. See, when I do it, I can channel my spells through it. When you do it, what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to give you a couple of pouches of a grayish powder that I have made from some various chem. That's where McCracken and I have worked together, actually. He helped me kind of come up with this stuff. And this powder, when you put fire to it, explodes. So you're going to have to carry around three or four patches of this uh, this blast powder with you, and then you'll use that to load the gun, and then you shoot the gun with it. So you don't get set on fire a whole lot, do you? Because like you don't want you don't want to get set on fire while you're carrying this stuff. I'm, 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 I'm luckily for me, I'm resistant to fire damage, not immune. Are you resistant to blowing the fuck up? Because that's what will happen if you get caught on fire. He's not resistant to getting burned. This doesn't, sound like, this doesn't even sound like magic. This just sounds like gunpowder. What, what is the magic part of this? Well, can you cast spells? Because it's a different story. If you can cast spells, you should have fucking led with that. Well, I can't cast spells. That guy in the little, the little skinny guy in the back with the no upper body strength, he looks like he can cast spells. <laughs> Judging by the tightness of your pants, I'm guessing rogue. You're correct. These are these yeah, are you fuckers in your leather pants. Well, listen, listen. When you do, when you're as nimble as I am, you need to have pants that stretch. Yeah. What's your vertical? What? What's your vertical, Mister Nimble? Four feet. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, four feet with a running start. Standing is only like two. Two two fifty for a pistol. I'll throw in the supplies and ammunition. Five hundo for a rifle. Uh, is I'm thinking closer to fifty. And the door just slides shut. What? <laughs> what? Wait, then I knock again. Charisma, man. So if, if you want to get a crossbow, you guys can go up the street and, and or go head over to the Marshall District I don't have and look for a bowyer or a crossbow shop. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go over there. I want to get a bow. You're able to find a Fletcher fairly easily. There are different levels of craftsmen. The Marshall District, again, is very much made to support the different monk monasteries, adventuring guilds, warriors guilds. There's a barbarian fighting pit. 
that cater specifically to barbarians who just kind of want to go up, go up against each other and to, to have fucking, well, let's see how tough you are matches. And there are five or six different blacksmith shops, some focusing just on swords, some are focused on axes. You guys can find a uh, elven Fletcher named Flint who is uh, greets you, kind of gives you again the, the hell are these new, what are, how do these noobs end up in my shop? Kind of side eye. Uh, and he'll hook you up with with a bow, Baba. Hello, um, I'm looking to get a a longbow. I'd like to get a longbow. This longbow you have. What variety of wood are you? Are you looking for something in an ash or a yew? Do you think you'll be firing a lot of bows in temperate regions? Do you need a a more moisture resistant wood? Mm, no, no, I don't need more. I don't need moisture resistant. Something strong. They won't break under my strength. You're, oh, okay. So you're looking for like a, a good solid U bow then? A bow, a bow, a bow for me. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I, I, yes, a, a bow for you, made of you, not of you. You understand? It's a lot of you. Um, will, will it will it shoot arrows? Yes. I want that one. It will shoot arrows. I want that. Do I need to show you which end is the pointy end? No, no. As long as it's not pointed at you or me. Excellent. Well, no, you you will be you. And it will be pointing. Okay, so yeah, not a problem. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, let me see. That would be uh, that'll be that'll be fifty gold. I give him the fifty gold, and I will throw in fifteen arrows as part of a package. Uh, you just have to take this quiver that has my my shop Flint's Fletching on the uh, on the side. It's a promotional deal. That's why I throw in the arrows and the quiver for free. Mm, thank you, Flint. Good doing business with you. You got a crossbow? <laughs> Sorry, what? Do you have crossbows? Do I look like the kind of yes. common... You do. No, I am a craftsman, sir. Do you have any high craft? Come on, Todd. He's not a hillbilly. Yeah, man. I'm a dwarf or a gnome that would take a fine bow and shrink it down and strap it to another straight piece of wood that just... Oh, horror. Is that a yes? It's a no, man. <laughs> Todd has no charm. Flint. This is ridiculous. Flint, do you have any... This is ridiculous. Do you have any, like, enchanted bows? Any magical bows? Todd's, uh, Todd's resistant to fire, but not getting burned. <laughs> well, I, I have my own personal stock of, uh, of bows, yes, but uh, they're all very dear to me, and I wouldn't dream of selling no, any. Nothing for sale, even... No? no? Oh, okay. No, what about no, any special heroes? I'm afraid not any. Even if I did... They would cost several, uh, several hundred gold pieces. Do you, I mean, yeah. do you, do you have you know, 400, 500 gold sitting around? Oh, definitely not. No, no, no. Okay. Well then I did, I didn't, judging by your apparel, no offense, my wood elf friend. Uh, I didn't think so. Fair enough. Wait, wait. Fair enough. Sick burn. Who's, whoever's got the bag of chips in my store needs to fuck off. Cause this is, this is that kind of establishment. <laughs> You, the dragonborn, are you fucking eating in here? What's getting the crumbs everywhere? I'm sorry. Whoa. <laughs> well, this guy, this guy's kind of a tool. Everybody that you encounter, you think is a tool. You're dog. in the wrong store, man. <laughs> yeah, you guys could beat out and find a. Uh, and where's the crossbow store? <laughs> uh, give me a give me a perception check, Todd. Let's let's use some of your streetwise skills. I would like to use my streetwise skills. I would like to talk. Thieves can't. Let me figure out. You just gonna stand on the corner and throw can't signs at people? Is that what you're gonna do? <laughs> Wait, wait, sorry, that's the wrong one. <laughs> that's the wrong one. Uh, I would like to use ear to the ground. 
you frequent contact with people the segment of society that you're choosing to quarry that your chosen quarries moves through these people might be associated with criminal underworld the rough and tumble folk of the streets or members of high society this connection mm. comes you, you've been in this place for exactly five minutes now what i so you haven't really had the opportunity to establish those kind of connections here if back in Amsoon, yeah you can get a toe by sundown if if you need to you do have one connection to the underworld in this town and that would be bad time Todd Sherpick back at the end. Todd threw some Thieves Can't signs at you back when you first checked in. Yes. Yeah. All right. I'm not going all the way back there just to get a bow. All right. Then give me a perception check and see you. Because it's not just a matter of you going and finding a crossbow store. Like a lot of the stores that you guys walk up to, you just kind of get a curt nod from the shopkeeps. I mean, it's a little snobbish. It's a little exclusionist that they don't want to pay attention to you. Our perception check would give, give me a, a nine. Uh, you can find a place that's not quite a crossbow shop, but kind of looks like a used adventuring store. Like, you know, look, adventure. not all adventurers come back in one piece. And sometimes... The part when the party members come back, they bring back their friend's gear and they sell it off at McElroy's Miscellany. <laughs> oh, uh, I would like to enter McElroy's Miscellany. Hey, w- welcome, my friend, to McElroy's Miscellany, the most useful secondhand good adventuring good store I- in all of Taliesin. You know, our motto is if you don't mind a little blood, we don't mind giving you a little bit of a deal. That sounds like the place I'm going for. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all about deals. What could I do for you, sir? I'm looking for a crossbow. A a hand crossbow, a regular crossbow, a heavy crossbow. What what floats your boat? Hand crossbow? Don't think that can be fired with one hand. You seemed like a handy guy. <laughs> That's a little bit of a crossbow joke there, sir. Uh, yeah, I can, uh, and he digs around for a little bit and he pulls up kind of a dinged uh, and scratched looking hand crossbow. And he goes, yeah, he, here you go. It will cost you uh, 50 gold. Um, and uh, I will, uh, and then it is another... Uh, a gold piece for the, the the bolts. How many bolts do I get? Well, as many as as many as you buy. One gold per bolt. Yes. Uh, how, how many do you want? How many shots do you feel like you need to take? Can I get? I'll give you sixty for the crossbow and twenty bolts. It's kind of dinged. It, you did say it was dinged. I'm a little worried about it. Macaroids is a secondhand goods store. So you see, we we buy the equipment used and we refurbish it and then we sell it. Now, if you'd want to buy- bolts refurbished too? The bolts are new. No, the bolts are new. <laughs> and see, that's why I can't really negotiate a whole lot on the pricing here uh, because you don't want to, I mean, I could sell you, I, you know, I could give you used bolts for that price, but I mean, do you really want used bolts? All right. No, no. I'll, I'll pay full price for the bolts, 20 bolts, but I'll take 40 for the uh, the crossbow. crossbow the, the price of the crossbow is 50 gold. How about this persuasion check with a 17? Wouldn't you, you sure you don't want to give that to me for 40? I clearly can tell you've read the art of the deal because <laughs> you you mean it for realsy is the, uh, the best negotiating <laughs> tactic I've seen come into my store for quite a long time. Sure, dude. Rather than spend another 30 minutes. On fucking goddamn crossbow yeah, shopping. Yeah, yeah. yeah, here, save your fucking 10 gold. Art of the deal. I told you guys, it works every time. For real, Z? It works every time. led into his shit with dick pills. You just <laughs> fucking alienated three different <laughs> shopkeepers. <laughs> They're all, they're all jerks. You don't get what I want? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> this guy's an asshole. <laughs> Free? Fuck you. <laughs> Listen, 
You're supposed to start low. He comes high. We meet in the middle, but he closed the door in my yeah, face. You started ass, at zero. Asshole. You started at give me free what stuff team? is what you said. Wait, who's team are you on? I'm just who's saying, team you on? Todd, you're a who's team negotiator. Is all I'm trying to show you. Am I? Am I? <laughs> Crossbow for 10 less. Winner. As a member of your team who wants you to have the things that you're trying to get, you're doing this wrong. I didn't see you helping. I didn't hear you say what. Who, would you, who just said that? Don't you have like a medallion that, that is like. I have not heard that voice all day. Who said that? Man, Don't... Todd, you're, you're putting out a lot of energy fighting trying to go find this uh, crossbow. You seem like you're getting a little sleepy, dude. You okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, is that a threat? No, no. Like it's, a threat. Little, it's like you're getting a little tired, man. This sounds like a, this definitely sounds like a threat. Do you think I should have gotten the dick pill? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that was a shady deal. You know, a, a month's supply and we're on the road. I needed something like then and there. I was looking for the Bluetooth, the Cialis. I mean, but like, did you need to get like an Insta boner? Like, I, I wasn't quite <laughs> sure where you were going with that. Like, <laughs> I, I, was looking for like full, I was looking for the full quantum. I, <laughs> I didn't realize all y'all went into the shop with me. We were with your shop. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't realize. I thought well, we were splitting up and going to our respective shops. I didn't realize we were all scurrying together. To- you walked into a potion shop. Maybe we all wanted potions. It's not like you went into a specialty it's shop. Not like you went into a dick wizardry shop. Is there a dick wizard in this town? Yeah, exactly. Had it said dick wizardry on it, I probably wouldn't have walked in. I mean, uh, the one you met. <laughs> Let me check the compendium if it, for dick wizardry. I don't even want to put that into Google. <laughs> that's an elective at wizard school is dick wizardry fate did you want to go to try and find a, a spell library or yes i do right. want to find somebody who would have give, give me, again you got there are you know you go to a couple of bookstores and ask about whether or not they have any transcribable objects and again you get a lot of a lot of kind of head shakes and then the eyes up and down you get a you get a whole lot of uh, Julia Roberts' early pretty woman reactions from from the shopkeeps. Mm, I don't like that. You know, it's it's a little bit different with the arcane knowledge than it is with with the martial stuff. The tradesmen there are all retired adventurers, but here you're looking for you're looking for someone to give away arcane knowledge that they themselves have have had to accrue. Um, and without your citizenship card and without a a guild membership, you you don't get a a, a whole lot of traction. So. I am now going to try and start, uh, as I'm approaching these people, I'm going to start name dropping my school CMA, hoping I can find a, um, you know, another a um, graduate and that might be, you know, a little bit less of an asshole because, you know, this is where the best majors go or from. Well, first of all, we, we know that's not true. But secondly, <laughs> give me a, uh, so are you, are you specifically looking for like, a, like another elf mage or like, uh, what, what are you, what are you specifically looking for? You know what? Yeah. We're going to try and hunt down some elf mages in the area. All right. Give me a perception check. With a 14. Uh, at a scroll shop, you can find a, at the, like the fourth scroll shop that you can go into, you do spot a guy wearing a CMA cl- class ring over in one aisle, kind of flipping through some scrolls. I do say good sir no, oh, i'm sorry do have, have we met i'm sorry what hello what? no no we have not but i would like to take the moment to meet you now and i flip my tunic around so that he sees that i am also a graduate of cma wow you're still wearing your letter jacket um well i mean you you are still wearing your graduation ring yeah yeah that's 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 a little bit more subtle yeah. uh but no i mean it's always it's always nice to meet another uh, alumnus what um 
what's going on? You, you clearly are, and he looks over at your group of friends. You guys are clearly new to the city. Uh, new indeed, sir. And I was just wondering if you might be able to help me uh, find someone who could uh, enhance uh, my grimoire here. Um, I'm just looking for a few spells to uh, kind of, you know, m- make sure that we gain a little bit more tenure inside of this town, as it were. Uh, you're looking you're looking to transcribe uh, a few new spells? Yeah, specifically a uh, mirror image and uh, maybe something like a Elf's Melf's Acid Arrow. Like, ooh, yeah, no, those are, those are pretty basic. That shouldn't be a, a whole lot of problem. Problem. Right. Just trying to find someone who might, you know, have it. Yeah. I mean, you guys, again, you know, it's it's a little bit easier for those lunks to get to kind of get in. Like the priest guy could just go to his temple and they're, they're going to, I mean, because he's part of the temple, they'll just let him in. And the, the martial district tends to be pretty open because of just, you know, the, the craftsmen there are, are in business. The mages are, we're a little bit, we're a little bit tighter with it. Um, generally, we're looking for, you know, something, something a little bit more substantial than gold. He goes. So, um, are you willing to uh, enter into a uh, a contract for for a couple of spells there? Fate? What type of contract? I don't have very good luck with contracts. Uh, abort, abort, abort. Well, I mean, it's it's a pretty standard favor for a favor kind of deal. You know, you basically promise to provide me with a boon of my asking, and I I will give you. A, you know, hand over a couple of scrolls that you can copy over to your book. Uh, depends on the boon. What are you asking? Uh, uh, it's it's an open ended deal for a reason. I don't I don't know what I need right now. If I knew what I need, I would go buy it. That's I mean, there's literally anything for sale in this city for somebody who's established himself here. I know I might need a favor from a from a willing wizard in the short term. That's what I what I know that I might. Mm-hmm. Say. Well, I think not that we need to delve into it too deeply, but fool me once, shame on you. Uh, we are not, I'm not going down this path yet again, sir. I'm sorry, but um, if that's your only offer, I will have to buy I mean, if, there's, if there's some, stip- I, mean, I mean, what kind of stipulations would make you feel more comfortable? Uh, knowing exactly what it is that you're asking of me. I, I, I'm not going to be able to tell you in advance. So what, is there something you don't want to do? I mean, I'm not asking for your soul. It's not that kind of contract. I'm not a demon. <laughs> funny, that's exactly funny. what a demon would say. Don't fall for it. <laughs> no, that's exactly what a demon would say. You would know, wouldn't you, Tiefling? <laughs> that's exactly. Ooh, ooh you're just going to let him say that about your mama? You're going to let him say that <laughs> about your, your mama's side? Tell your dad I said hi. <laughs> Um, man, that was rather disrespectful to my friend there, and yet he seems unaffected. That is impressive, Todd. I must applaud you. I would be far more upset. Um, however, you, sir, um, I, I, I'm sorry. I just, in, I cannot in good conscience. Uh, I've already have quite a burden on my mind as it is when it comes to uh, deals of this nature that I just cannot allow myself to go into. So. However, uh, I appreciate your time and your offer. Farewell. <laughs> really, you know, then then probably the best thing for you to do is to uh, you guys either get associated with a guild or get a local sponsor within the city who would be able to get you your you know your citizenry cards, and then more stores will deal with you, and you can probably find one that'll they'll sell you for gold. But until you're you know until you're recognized as an actual resident of Taliesin as opposed to a supplicant or a tourist this is the best deal you're going to get thank you can we go holla at my guy Todd what do you want to go to Todd to talk about i just didn't know if he could sponsor us Todd is not going to sponsor oh. you i will tell you that i'm going right to ask now. him for yeah. a name of a sponsor that he might know if only there was an npc <laughs> in this city that you guys were establishing a relationship with <laughs> noted that maybe you would be interested <laughs> in sponsoring noted maybe I 
hypothetically, there's somebody who's already showed a vested interest in you that you spent time meeting and already entering into a deal with a whole session ago. Yeah, yeah. Or no, but you guys can, if you guys want to keep oh looking for goodness. people on the street, hey, that's cool. You can do I that. I wasn't going to go look for one. I just wanted to know if he knew any names. <laughs> this guy you're talking to right now in the bookstore? Yeah. No. Okay, that's cool. That's all. That's it. <laughs> No. All right. Cool. Thank you. He's like, you can, I mean, look, there are a number of adventuring guilds. There are a number of, of wizardry academies that you guys could, you could go apply to. You're welcome to go through that application process. Hmm. So, I mean, look, man, we're not in the business of just giving arcane knowledge out to every Joe Blow that wanders in off the street. Fair enough. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. I don't. I don't work here, by the way. I was just here buying some books, and you came up and started talking to me. So I mean, it's not, I, Todd, let's hear nerds. What nerd? You only see nerds whenever fate oh. uh, And the two, there were two nerds. Talking. You do also remember that Ognum is at least somewhat of a wizard. Yeah. So there's a chance that if you talk to him, you might be able to get those spell scrolls that you need for a as part of the transaction that you guys are about to do with him well, right but we've already headed out and so we're supposed to be getting our stuff and then headed out for the thing so i was i, I was wanting to double back you guys were supposed to check in with ognum before you left oh were we okay well then yeah then we'll swing back yeah by. yeah i mean that's that the whole point you guys were headed over to ognum's and this is stuff that you guys were doing on the way there that, that's right that's right i'm sorry I'm, i thought we had already done the checking in or headed out no 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 yeah. you guys this it took you an hour to buy <laughs> a potion and a crossbow that's because you know <laughs> anyways yeah let's head to ogdoms so you guys head over to ogdoms cottage and warehouse you get directed back to the warehouse again fairly easy when you walk in Ognum is working in the alchemical section of his lab and he seems to be distilling down some of the silvery extract that was pulled from the goo beast that you guys encountered the last time that you were here. And he goes, oh, gentlemen, thank goodness. I am in the process of doing some additional studies on what I believe is uh, the, the, the nature of your current situation in your existence. It, it, let me, before you go, let me, let me just give you this real quick. And he pulls a tapestry out from underneath his workbench. He goes, oh, who's, who, who's, who's the leader of the, of the group? It'll be me. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> no, 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 no. It always goes, the first person who says they're the leader, they're the leaders. Well, that, that is the way that, that is the way that they do things in, in Amsun. First, firsties, <laughs> uh, rule of firsties, I believe they've called it. So here you go. And he hands you this tapestry and it, it appears to be a woven map of the uh, Moku's Fields of Madness. He goes, now I know there's not a ton of detail on this. I mean, it's a tapestry. It was actually harvested from the Field of Madness. It was just sitting on a frame out in the middle of the, uh, and it took some, some lengths for me to acquire this, but this will show you everything that's on there. Uh, and there's a description of the, the items. The, you know, the most important thing, as far as I'm concerned, is the beanstalk next to the tower in the dead center of the field. All I need you to do is go to that beanstalk, climb up it, and drop off this package, and then take, you know, uh, ring the bell, knock on the door, whatever, uh, whatever system she's using right now, uh, and then, you know, snap a picture of her picking up the package with this seeing and speaking stone, and he hands you a, a seeing and speaking stone. And then that way, yeah, know, know that she's got it, and then, uh, and then just head on, head on back. You know, there is a lot of, uh, a lot of peculiar items and occurrences out in the fields of madness. So if you choose to explore some of that, that's entirely your 
uh, your prerogative, but I would warn you, some of it is is very dangerous. Some of it is quite lucrative from what I understand, but there are a number of people that don't come back from it trying to go out and search goods. So you, you guys are, are free. Is there is there anything I can do for you, gents, before you before you head out? I need magic. I thought you were a wizard. I did am. I, did I, I misread like, that totally? I would like to acquire more magic, sir. Would you happen to have available or any connections to anyone who might have any available uh, spell scrolls? Oh, what, what are you looking for? Um, I was hoping to acquire um, information on the spell for uh, mirror image and also something in the something uh, akin to uh, Melf's uh, acid oh, wait, arrow. Yeah, no, I've got I've got an extra. Hold on just a second. And he ducks underneath the alchemical bench and he pulls out a scroll with Melf's acid arrow on it. And and he hands it to you and he goes, uh, yeah, no, you, you can, I'll throw this in for the current uh, errand that you're running. It may come in handy, but no, I don't, I don't have an extra mirror image laying around, but you know, I tell you what guys, this is, uh, I believe this is going to be a long running experiment, uh, a uh, friendship, friendship. Uh, and I'm going to want to keep you for potential, uh, observation employment potentially in the future. So I would, uh, you know, I would be willing to possibly sponsor you for your citizenship cards. Where, where are you gentlemen staying at? Tut. Tut's. Oh God, sure picks. Okay, well, if do you want me to use that as your permanent place of residence for the for the purposes of your applications? Uh, yes. Okay, excellent. Then I will I will get that paperwork filed while you guys are out on the city. As you guys are setting up to leave Ognum's shop, you you hear Ognum go, "Hey, uh, uh, Mr. Moyle, is it was it Moyle? You with the uh, hammers?" Yes. I yes, couldn't Ognum. I couldn't help but notice the last time that you were here that you you had a set of brother hammers on you. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah, you have two negative hammers instead of they're, they're supposed to come in a positive and negative set. I can I can fix the polarity on that one for you if you'd like. Um, yeah, I don't want to be a negative guy. Yeah. Okay, cool. And uh, you see him take the hammer and take like a flathead screwdriver that has a number of crystals bolted to it and some runes and insert it into the base of the hammer and turn it back around to 90 degrees. He goes, here you go. Now you've got a, a damaging and a healing hammer. You're good to go. Cool. Um, which one's which? Oh, you don't. Well, the one I just did is the positive hammer. Where did you put it? In my in my bag. Oh, um, well, they look exactly the same. You would have need to have kept track before I, uh, when I handed it back to you. Usually people keep them at their side or, you know, they wrap them in a different shaft wrap. Well, I, um, I, have, a, but, I have a bag of, of hammers or I just keep all my oh, hammers. Oh, well, I guess you'll just have to figure that out the next time you use them. Okay. Yep. All right, excellent. And, and so now, Moyle, uh, you, when you figure out which one is which, one of your hammers, when thrown, does 1d6 damage. The other hammer, when thrown, does 1d6 healing. Okie doke. So you, when, uh, you go to heal, well, you'll just have to figure that out the next battle. Yep. Where are you keeping your horses? Your horses. We call him Moyle. Oh, easy. Come on. <laughs> you just walk everywhere. Do you have, do you have like, some kind of flying transportation. Again, your adventures, you maybe have something spectacular. Do you have some kind of flying apparatus? Do you have a flying apparatus? I have many, but I'm not going <laughs> to give them to you lot. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Did, did uh, we fly over here? Did you see us fly over here? I don't. I, you walked through the door. I don't know how you got to my door. Can you fly, young man? I, I can jump. That would certainly be a new development. I can jump really high, but flight is not. Let, ooh, let's, let's see it. Okay. All right. He goes, hold on just a moment. And he 
wheels out a like a height chart and he kind of zips it up to like 12 feet high and he goes, okay, jump up and grab the 12, the ring at the 12 foot, do, at the 12 foot mark. Do I have 10 feet? If, if, if you'd like to get a running start here, sure thing. I mean, again, this is a huge warehouse and you get, you know, you guys walk through the double doors. There's that painted off area. That's the safety area. There's the restrooms over on the left hand side. Then there's kind of a row of alchemical benches. Then behind that was a row of mechanical benches. Then behind that was a row of zoological benches. And then behind that, there was the massive Kirby-esque multi-planar giant apparatus thing that he's working on. But with ways, yeah, you absolutely could get a 10-foot running start. Oh, but I would have to use my jumping ring. And impress me, young man. You said you could jump really high. I want to know what you think really high means. Four feet. I'm jumping. I'm using my ring of jumping. Oh, Yeah, no. y'all can kiss my ass. Ring yeah. of jumping. <laughs> All I'm saying is if we come across a chasm at some point, I'm going to fucking No, you won't. You. <laughs> You'll just be sitting on the side with me because you can't jump either. So, I will push you down it. <laughs> so ring of jumping is being activated. I don't even know how to activate it. Do your thing. <laughs> you just put it on. Do your thing. Well, you just you kiss it. You, you pretty much have to kiss the ring. Oh, okay. Kiss the rings, bitch. And then I kiss the ring, calling myself a bitch, I guess. <laughs> and then use my dexterity check. <laughs> I don't know if it was, that was needed. Yeah, an acrobatics uh, an acrobatics check isn't necessary for this this kind of like this is just a you know hey you can jump this high uh, showing off yeah I'm showing off uh, well well now do you want to do something fa- I mean are you just trying to run and do the the jump up and and tap the ring. Uh, or are you wanting to do something fancy, Todd? Todd like? Oh, I'm running up a wall into a backflip at the peak of my jump, backflipping and then landing is in a superhero pose with my fist on the ground. All right, then, then yes, I'm going to need an acrobatics. Check. You got it. Acrobatics check giving me a whopping fourteen. <laughs> you guys see Todd run towards the wall, pick up speed, leap up into the air. And about seven feet up, he plants his feet up and does that kind of ice slipping Scooby-Doo running in place thing for a couple of seconds Mm -hmm. and then falls straight flat back onto his back and takes, Uh, I'll just say two points of damage as the wind gets knocked out of him. Your DC check on 15, dude. You should be used to the fact that the, your DC check for stupid shit like that now is 15. And yeah, you flubbed it by one. How is this so stupid? How is this so stupid? What, do you want to run back through what you just said you were going to do? And that is standard time. That is standard time. That's right. Todd's been on a pretty bad run of standard Todd. So the attempt itself is standard. The ability to pull it off, not so much. The ability is what I do. I mean, that's a, that's a moderate DC. I mean, that's you're trying to run up a wall and do a backflip, tap a ring, and land in a superhero pose. Yeah, there are three or four components to that, and I'm only giving you a moderate difficulty DC of 15. And to be fair, you've you've been rolling fails all over the place. <laughs> So it is typical time that you would fail. To be fair, to be fair, you rolled a 10 with a plus. Yeah, 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 that's that's basically no a 50 50 shot. No one even needed to know that part. <laughs> no one, th- th- that part was not needed for the rest of the people. 14 <laughs> is what I rolled. How about that? Leave it in. <laughs> so he goes, well, that, uh, that certainly was something. Goddamn right it was. And he picks the rug up and he goes, so who was the leader exactly? <laughs> It was I. I. I pointed Todd while he was laying on the ground trying to catch his breath. 
Really? You guys are sticking with that then? Okay. <laughs> God damn That's right. Cool. First skis. So <laughs> you guys don't have any means of transportation then? You just walk everywhere? We, we just walk. So far. Well, sometimes my head's in the clouds. I'm, I'm pretty fast. I walk fast. Okay. <laughs> um, well, this is a three-day ride from the city, and uh, I would prefer to get this done in a timely fashion. So I will, uh, I will loan you a cart and you guys can take the cart out. And then um, I do have something that might be a more permanent option. I just, um, I'll tell you what, we'll talk about that when you, should you come back. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. And he, uh, he leads you out front and, you know, around the side of the warehouse where there's a little stable set up and there's a couple of older mares uh, that he hitches up to a, just a very plain, a plain wagon that um, clearly he and his husband used to haul the kids around town and out, out on outings and, and to pick stuff up and supplies from the store. It's, it's nothing flashy at all, but definitely two people can ride up front and the rest of you can kind of fit in the back and ride out to this, to this madness field. Who, who's who's going to drive the cart? I'm in, uh, I've got shotgun. I'll, I'll drive it, sure. I vote for more sure, of the drive. drive. I'm, I'm going to be in the bag busy copying my new spell into my... Into let's my see, uh, let's go to the... We're going to the beanstalk, or is it the brown circle with lines? <laughs> you guys, I would recommend that you guys pull up on the road to the east of the field and uh, stow the horses and cart and then head in on foot. Please don't take my cart and horses into that, that death trap. Take the cart to the death trap. Noted. Okay. Uh, so three days ride. Let's go, boys. It is a three-day trip out. You guys, the, f- the first night camping is completely uneventful. The second night camping, again, no issues. You guys trade off watch through the night. The third night, have you? how have you guys been doing watch? Rotate every four well, to six hours. The, mostly the elves do the watch. The elves, yeah. We, we, we just take turns. Okay, so the third night that you guys would normally have do the, the two elf swap off, Moyle, you hear, Moyle, why, why do the elves always get to do the watch? You should get to do the watch sometime. But, but Baggy, I can't see at night. I don't have night vision, and they do. Well, Moyle, I can see in the dark, buddy. I'll look out for you. Plus, there's a campfire and torches. We'll be okay. Baggy will be by your side. It'll give us a chance to talk, you know, just you and me. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, that sounds really nice, Baggy. Oh, well, so why don't you tell that elder fella or or that, that fate fella that you want to take a watch shift tonight? Okay. Hey, boys, uh, I think, uh, hey, why don't you give me a chance? I'll, I'll stay up. You guys have had a tough time. You know, yeah, I don't want to put too much on you guys. Yeah, why don't you guys, uh, fate, uh, Eldrin, you don't have to take watch. I don't take watch. I don't, you know, I got a torch. So you're going to take the whole watch? Well, like like half the watch. Okay. You want to take the first shift or second shift? Oh, I'll take the first, first shift. shift. Okay. Uh, yeah, I suppose that's fine. I could use a break. Uh, I don't mind. Then, uh, then that's fine. I'll take the other half of that. Uh, it'll just keep me in my normal routine. So Great. your your friends drift off Moyle after a uh, a passable meal prepared. Actually, Todd, you're you're a closet foodie. Give me your performance check to see because it's your night to fix uh, fix the camp meal. Oh no! Performance check. Mm-hmm. That's uh, the thing. It's gonna give everyone diarrhea. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh 21. 
like foie gras and caviar. So the third night out, Todd volunteers to cook. What what do you prepare, Todd? It's my version of pig in a blanket. <laughs> oh, come on, Todd. You roll the 21. Get whoa, exotic. Whoa, whoa. It's, my pig in a blanket is like a beef wellington, sir. <laughs> oh, what do we got here? So uh, Todd fixed you guys. The fanciest pigs in a blanket <laughs> that you've ever, ever goddamn seen. The amount of time he spends crafting the strange little dough cage around the individual sausages. And I, I swear to God, he's been whittling these toothpicks by hand for the two days out there. Because presentation, as we know, especially with Todd, presentation is fucking everything. <laughs> and you guys realize... Todd might be a fucking really good cook. There might be something to the whole Bernadette's banquet thing after all, besides the shit that he's been talking. But you guys drift off after a delicious meal and, and Baggy and Moyle sit down. Moyle, buddy. Thanks, man. I appreciate us, us getting this time to talk. How have you been? Well, okay. But, you know, I went to the potion store and Buster McCracken was uh, kind of having one with me. Uh, well, but Moyle, what did you think you needed to get at the potion store? Uh, I, was, I was trying to improve my, my girth and my length. Moyle, who told you you need to change yourself? You're, you're, you, sir, you're the perfect example of a dragon board. Have your friends been making fun of you? No, but I saw the paladin and, and he blushed. And I could see it through his armor. In this, his no, I think I think your friends are causing you to feel insecure about this. I I think you might start questioning whether or not they really have your best interests at heart. You know, Baggy's always looking out for you, but they don't they don't seem to pay as much attention to you. Has a single one mentioned, noticed, or talked about the fact that you and I have been having? You know, they can't hear me. You know, you, for all intents and purposes, they they would think you're probably having some kind of mental breakdown and they haven't even said anything. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't think they would say anything. They know I do a lot of heavy drugs, psychedelics. But, but, but Moyle, I, that, that means they're just, they're not looking out for you, buddy. I just, I tell you what, Baggy's going to keep an eye on them for you. All right, Moyle. I just want you to know when it comes down to your friends or Baggy, Baggy's on your side. I don't. I don't know if I trust these fellas. Well, they they don't seem too bad, Baggy. Make a wisdom saving throw for me, there, big boy. Uh, Eleven. You 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 know, Baggy's got a point, man. These guys don't treat you as good as they maybe should, and you know, not you don't think they're out to get you, but you appreciate what Baggy's offering, and you think there might be something to what he's saying. All right, so that will that will end our our Baggy Moyle encounter. You guys swap out your watch shift. Is there anything you guys want to talk or discuss before? Nothing, nothing in the watch moil, nothing eventful going on. Uh, nope, nope, just uh, just wax and shaft, uh, you know, gonna have a real smooth shaft. Keep watch. It doesn't sound like you trust you very much, moil. I'd watch that one especially. Got it, Baggy. I know what you're saying. Who the fuck are you talking to? What? Who are you talking to? What? What are you, what you, are you talking about? Baggy. Who are you talking to? I didn't say Baggy. You said Baggy. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, got you. Man, I'm getting those mushrooms again. I don't know what's going on. He's okay, guy. <laughs> hey, wait. By the way, if I take the eight ball, can I have advantage? <laughs> on certain checks, yes. On other checks, 
disadvantage. So on perception, athletics, intimidation, intimidation, I will give you advantage. But on insight, persuasion, uh, Mm -hmm. and acrobatics, I'm going to give you disadvantage. Okay, fair enough. I think that's a good trade-off. All right. So you guys will finish camping out, and next session we will deal with you guys actually entering into the the field of shittiness. Shittiness.